It's time to get real and get your checkup from the neck up here at Brain Foreplay on Mental Monday. Welcome everyone to Brain Foreplay where you get your checkup from the neck up on Mental Mondays. I'm Dr. Rick Perea, PhD in psychology. We come at you every Monday to give you a nugget or a piece of information that can help your life, your relationships, and your performance at work. Today I want to talk about vulnerability, and vulnerability especially in men, in males, because there's been some experts out there in the world talk about vulnerability in general, but I want to talk about it specifically as it relates to men and male masculinity and the ability to connect with other people. I started noticing around six or seven years of age that people tend to have different communication styles between then boys and girls. And I thought about why. And as I got older into adolescence, and adolescence is defined by 10 and a half to 24 and a half. So I started noticing that there are different communication styles. And around 11 or 12, I found it much easier to talk to females than males. In other words, when I would talk to females, there'd be a lot of talk, there'd be a lot of laughter, there'd be a lot of give and take. But yet, when I would talk to a lot of males, it would be very linear, now I know that word in terms of its definition and communication styles, very direct, very pragmatic communication, didn't have a lot of depth or layers to it, in general. So, as I grew up, I began to value my communication with females more than I did with males, even just friends. So I thought to myself, what, what are we doing in our society that is cultivating and grooming males to not be as vulnerable and open with their communication styles? And so I started thinking about the experience, now being a psychologist and understanding why people do what they do. Remember, there's always a motive to every behavior. Motive is the root word of motivation. So there's always a motive to what we do. And that's what I love, 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 love about psychology is we can always trace behavior back to some origin. We call it the etiology. And so the etiology of masculinity, of femininity is very traceable. So let's go back to, let's say, two toddlers that are three years old. The male falls off his trike. Oftentimes when the father's around, it's like, you're okay, son, just dust it off rub some dirt on it. And then a female, a, a little girl falls off her trike and oftentimes male or female parent will say, oh, are you okay, honey? Please come here. And we hold her and we nurture and encourage expression of feelings and emotions. And so we kind of have that experience going throughout childhood into early adolescence, middle and late adolescence. And then you go fast forward, you have two 18-year-olds that are really having some communication issues in terms of vulnerability. And so it's interesting that recently I've got together with some of my former high school football teammates and we were talking about past experiences. And I was talking about my ability to communicate with females then and really to today. And what they called womanizing, and I disagreed with it because it wasn't womanizing, it was merely that I had communication skills that women preferred as well, and that's context, is being able to talk about layers about something, not just the, the tertiary aspect, the outer layers, 
but the inner layers too. So I want people to think about how we're, how we're socializing our males, how we're really reinforcing certain behaviors that don't encourage um, vulnerability and especially in our communication styles. Because my point is we've got to improve our relationships. Um, and again, there's all kinds of different relationships now between male and female, fe male and male, female and female, different genders. I get it. That's all cool. Love it all. If you, you know, love is the key answer to all of that. But I want us to be more vulnerable, men. I really do. More of us have to be more vulnerable. And I've noticed that it rubs off, and that's a good thing. So I love to send emojis, heart emojis, red ones. Um, a lot of people are really careful with that. They send purple ones and they send brown ones and white ones and whatever. And I think they think if you send a red emoji, that means, oh my gosh, it's romantic. I don't believe it needs to be. I send red emojis to heart emojis to men. So, but what I've noticed is when I send them to men, there's nothing in response. But then as I go on, maybe two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, they start sending them back. And then I notice they send them to other people. So I want us to really express to each other out there in the world, love is the answer. And if we're willing to show, men specifically, if we're willing to show up and be vulnerable and be open and be communicative with, with other men, with other partners in our life, business associates, it will really encourage more of us in a climate culture of loving and appreciation. Because I just think there's too much distance, people. There's too many people that really don't know each other. There are people that are married for 20 years, 30 years, that really, really emotionally don't know each other. We call that emotional intimacy. And that's sad to think that our society reinforces a relationship that has very little emotional intimacy, but yet they're together. They had children. They raised children together. It's really an interesting dynamic, people, and I hope in the next 20 years in social psychology, we start delving into how we can deepen that emotional connection between people, the emotional intimacy. We can start, men, today by being more vulnerable with our sons, by being more vulnerable with our partners, regardless of sex or gender, being more vulnerable with people at work. When you do that, you're more authentic, you're easier to connect to. And if we do that, we're going to live in a much more loving society. Thank you for tuning in to Brain Foreplay, where you get your checkup from the neck up on Mental Mondays. I'm Dr. Rick Perea, and I'm coming at you live. See you next time. Don't forget to join us next week, same place, same time, to get your checkup from the neck up, fortified by foreplay. That's brain foreplay. And please remember to subscribe to this channel wherever you get your podcasts.